Welcome to Two Face in a Pod. My name is Osai, and this is my podcast where I take on themes exploring culture, society, and the experiences of Nigerians in diaspora. This week, we continue with hot takes on relationships, and this time around, I'm touching on miscommunication. Now, we've heard about misconceptions, which really concerns that initial approach, and there's obviously a lot to easily misinterpret there or miscommunicate. But when it comes to communicating, there's typically more familiarity. Some care is being taken because both parties have a vested interest in getting or building something. And because some more feelings are involved, um, miscommunication becomes more of a tension point where it either breaks it, causes a fight, or causes people to amicably walk away. This is the area I want to play around a little bit more in. This time around, my guests are doing the same thing as they did before. They're sharing stories um, on their biggest communication breakdowns or breakthroughs or just when they just had to ghost the person. Or maybe they got ghosted themselves. All those experiences are explored and some of the ghosting ones are absolutely hilarious. Respectfully speaking, of course. I'm hoping that was enough to get you the idea. But yeah, enjoy the show. Give you my necklace pendant. Give you my last cash pendant. I show you my best friend, friend. I thought we in this together. Give you my necklace pendant. Show you my best friend, friend. I give you my last cash pendant. Everything I do, I wonder, 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 get into that interaction you know after that courting stage after that first meeting um there's a challenge of miscommunication whether it's through text whether it's just you know just all around right i think it ha- can happen there's so many places for that to happen mm-hmm. um what do you feel like you struggle with or have found that you know the opposite sex struggle struggles with in your relationship just in terms of you know i don't understand why guys keep keep getting this wrong or why I'm having a challenge getting this into their heads. You know what I mean? No. So I like I'm past the getting to know them stage, right? Like I am, I know them, but like now you what, know what are the points of like, sort of cl- like, where do we clash a little bit? Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Yeah. You know, just in based on your past relationships, once you start having that conversation, you're like, okay, I'm, you're interested, you've approached me, whatever the case may be, I'm interested too. Mm-hmm. We're, whether we're going from initial talking stage to casual to more serious. Mm-hmm. But the idea is, what are the challenges of miscommunication there? You know, where, where do you feel like, you know, either you butt heads or it just seems like, oh, when you're talking with your girls, mm-hmm. whereas, you know, you're having these conversations, like, why don't guys get this? You know, I've tr- said this in different ways. It happened with this person, it happened with that person. Somehow it doesn't seem to get through. Honestly, I feel like I've been very lucky mm. with, like, 
the people that I have aligned myself with in that way, mm. um, that we really haven't had very many clashes. I think the only like point of contention would be like with me and what sort of relationship I'm looking for and them not being able to like wrap their head around that mm. and like accept that like that is something that's possible. Interesting. Um, because it tends to be very like non-traditional um, I think not everybody's comfortable with that. Okay. Not everybody can get with that. And that's fine. But, like, don't try to then put the person who's asking for that in your own box of what you think a relationship should look like. I feel like that's... Interesting. So they say, yeah, so they're into you. Y'all connect. Um, you give them the lowdown of how your unconventional approach, mm-hmm. they're all for it. And then a few moments later, everything has changed or it's, your actions aren't being consistent with what they're claiming they're comfortable with. It's, it's almost as if they think I'm joking. Interesting. So if, if, if you say, okay, um, I like you. I would like us to see each other, but I also want to be able to see other people, for example. And they're like, yeah, yeah, I'm cool with that mm. at first. But then you actually then, you're like, okay, I, I met this other person. And they're like, wait, what? Mm. And I'm like, but I, but I told you. Right. You said you were cool with that. Like, what changed? Like, why have you then decided to like, sw- like, did you think I was lying? Do you think it wasn't going to happen? Like, what was it that you thought was going on? Yeah. I'm curious. Do you feel like, because sometimes guys talk about this ex- same exact experience as well. So I'm curious, do you feel like they can't accept it or they caught feelings and now they can't accept it? You know what I mean? It Was it a thing where like what you said, you said um, sometimes you don't feel like they believe you mm-hmm. when you say it initially, right? So is it a thing where it's like they didn't take it seriously, I'll change your mind kind of vibe. And then they got in and they realized they can't change your mind. Or is it where they were like, cool, because it was maybe they, they were there at that level. And a few, you know, moments later, their feelings have changed. They haven't really articulated that to you. Mm-hmm. And then when you see, mention that to them, that's when it becomes obvious. I think it's a little bit of both. Interesting. It's, it's depending on the person too. Like sometimes I found that it, they just didn't believe me. Mm. And then they're like, oh, okay, oh shit. She actually wasn't lying. And other times... They thought they would be fine with it, but you realize you like this person a lot more than you thought you would, and mm-hmm. you you just don't want that, and that's fair. Like right. I can't I can't fault that, but it it is what it is. Right, and that's it's hundred percent fair. I mean, I think as long as you're being honest, they're responsible for kind of responding and acting accordingly. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're catching feelings, maybe then you should say, "Hey, this is where I'm at," and you'd be like, "Hey, I'm not ready to change that status for myself." So, exactly. You know, let's move on. Have you ever had it done like properly where it's amicable and like, no, I'm sure they've, you know, been amicable, but have you ever had someone who had like that level of maybe maturity, <laughs> I guess would be the word. Yeah. Where, where, where they're able to be like, okay, you know what? I think I'm, I'm getting stronger feelings for you. And, and I can tell that, you know, that's not where you're at right now. Um, so, you know, I'm like, have you ever had that? Yes. Or- and I still miss him. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> 
That's <laughs> like, awesome. literally wish he was still in my life, but you know, it is what it is. I right. couldn't give him what he was looking for, so like, right. I'm not gonna I'm tie you down. I'm, you're not ready to compromise that. Exactly. Right. Right. Okay, so that, that's that's super interesting, and thank you for being honest. So the next thing I want to get into, right, is so we've talked about that initial stage, you know, the misconception, getting in, how people are approaching you or not approaching you. Mm-hmm. Um, we've gone into the whole idea of, you know, mis- challenge of miscommunication, essentially. Sometimes you get to a point where, you know, you just have to ghost the person. You just have to keep it moving. You, you, you know, you don't want to have any more conversations. Maybe you don't feel like they deserve any more conversations. Or maybe sometimes everything was going well for you. And all of a sudden, this person has ghosted. They've not really communicated to you what their issue is. So now you can pick either or, either a situation where you've ghosted somebody. And I would love to, for you to come up with the most, you know, justified reason for that. Not just to prove yourself, but I think I think that might speak to what you might be dealing with. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or the opposite, where it's very confusing. Like, okay, it was a good vibe, but we sound like we're on the same page and then all of a sudden you know I, i'm not hearing from you anymore mm-hmm. so or you can do both either or but i'm genuinely curious top of mind i got ghosted and i'm I'm still so salty about this okay so so you you've been ghosted or <laughs> yeah I, I i was ghosted okay um met this guy everything seemed to be going well not my type so um we go on one or two dates whatever um we hook up few times and he decides to like pick a fight about he like text me one day and he's like i think you really need to think about some of the things that you say because you're so extreme sometimes i'm like where what no context whatsoever just where is this text coming out of the from book. yeah wow. and i'm like um I think you need to watch the things that you say because there's a thin line between speaking your mind and being rude and you're you're towing that line right now. Um, we go back and forth for a little bit. Basically, he was saying that I'm too extreme, blah, 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 blah. Did he ever explain why like, he's claiming you're extreme? No. Um, I think I, was, I had talked about how I, like, I didn't really like kids or, like, I didn't really want to get married or something like that. And he just thought, like, that was so crazy and, like, why would I ever say something like that? Um, and then all of a sudden he just stopped talking to me and it was wild to me because like leading up to that, he was like, Oh, I really like you. Like, I love your vibe. Like, I don't think I've met someone like you. Like we gel so well. So I'm like, where the hell is this coming from? Are you insane? Right. Did you smoke some crack this morning? Like, what the, f- where is this coming from? <laughs> like, and then he just disappeared, literally disappeared off the face of the earth. Wow. And I'm like, Okay. I, I mean, I, I guess. And it's annoying because, like, I've ghosted people too. But, like, having that done to you is, like, rude. Why, why would you do that? Why would you just disappear? Yeah, that, that is a little <laughs> different. And it doesn't seem like... he. It seems like he had an issue. That's clear. But it doesn't seem like he ever really made a real effort to communicate yeah. what exactly his issue Until was. Until today, I don't know. I I still don't know what exactly his issue was. 
all I know is he thinks I'm extreme. So fair, fair enough. What the hell does that mean? And it wasn't like, okay, y'all were chilling, had a conversation. He went home and then said, you're extreme. It was just like, just a random... I wish I could pull up the text, but I deleted it because I was so annoyed. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> like, Good for you. That might be so much. <laughs> Straight up. I honestly have something to say right off the bat about miscommunication. Go for it. So I noticed that people have like different styles of dealing with conflict. I do not deal with conflict at all. I don't like when someone raises their voice at me, even even if it's like passionate. I don't like the idea that someone would be annoyed with me, angry with me, and I don't express feelings of anger and um, how do you deal with those feelings? Because I'm sure you feel them. So how do you manage them? And I deal with them alone. I have to go inside of myself and break it down. I don't think that I can share that experience with someone else. But I have a partner specifically who needs to talk about something immediately. Right. When it happens and they feel there's a conflict, they need to speak about it immediately. And in my head, I'm like, I need to deal with this and break this down before bringing it to our Bring so, it to our table. So and, you need time to resolve that within exactly. yourself before you have to communicate that with someone, with someone else. else. I need to know why I'm feeling this way. I need to come with a full, well-rounded description of what I'm feeling. Right. Whereas people that I've dated in the past and currently need to express their feelings as soon as they're feeling it in the passion. And I don't have that same sentiment. So there happens to be a lot of miscommunication that... A lot of people think I don't care about the situation, but in reality, I shut down. I, I truly cannot bring myself to having an argument. I can't defend myself, and I won't. I will just shut down. I will tune everything out. So there happens to be this miscommunication where, you know, someone needs to talk and the other person so considering speak. considering the fact that you do need the time to, to mm-hmm. gather your thoughts, which is very understandable, especially when you're very real mm-hmm. and vivid, um, are you able to communicate to that person that you need that time? Yeah. And are they able to understand? Is that where the challenge is, well, where they're not able to understand and you're that's kind of thing. more concerned exactly. with they what they that... want to get out as opposed to what you need to yeah. be able to get out and meet them on the same level? Of course. like I think that the, the, the thing that really stops that communication from happening is that the person who thinks we need to talk about it right now is actually looking for reassurance. And I'm looking for clarity right so that person needs immediate reassurance they need to know that everything is going to be fine and that we can work everything out and i truly can't give them that i don't want to lie i don't want to fake it i just want to think about it to an extent so i mean i've learned now with my partner that i have to give some reassurance before before moving into my like yeah so i'll tell her like hey you know i'm not mad at you I don't like this situation. I'm truly uncomfortable. I'm kind of overwhelmed. I need a moment. And now we've gotten to a place where we can kind of deal with that. But before, it was kind of like, why won't you talk to me? You're icing me out. And I'm like, I, I don't, I can't speak. I'm. This is my response is that I, I can't make a full sentence. 
when someone is angry at me and yeah I, or I when totally, i'm angry at someone i totally understand that yeah. and for me to like when it's like that if i'm angry it's not gonna come out right I need it's to not gonna come out right it's That's gonna make the, the, the situation worse yeah so it, it was a process for me as well but it, it really it really does feel like a weight off your it's like maybe 30 percent less fights or something of course. because you're able to get to that point where you understand exactly like and you're able to understand your process yeah now, and, and then you you're can able to actually take it. accountability for right. your feelings right. in that moment once i'm angry in that moment i do not care about this argument i need to win i need to win whatever and like, you don't want to engage that feeling. yeah i don't want to engage that feeling if someone is arguing with me my thought isn't let's resolve this my thought is i i have to beat you because in this moment, I think you think you're better than me. So I need to let that go. I don't want to speak from a place of competitiveness because this is my partner. We're a team, whatever. Right. But I need to speak from a place where I've thought about this individually and I can assess my contribution to this dispute. And then we can have a conversation. Amazing. Okay, so butter biscuits. Let's, yeah. you know, I mean, we we're talking about the whole idea of miscommunication, yeah. but let's get into conflict resolution if you're okay with that. Sure. Um, what about you? Like, have you, how do you manage that within relationships? How do I manage conflicts or the resolution? Both. <laughs> you know, I got a guy who sells flowers. <laughs> you think that's enough? It's never enough. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. You know, when it comes to conflict, um, I find that quite a lot of times the conflict that are in my relationships are due to a misunderstanding. Um, and misunderstanding from a, you know, from the bottom, it starts with misconceptions. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're talking to somebody and you have a conflict or you have differing ideas or different concepts, you know, sometimes the message and the mode of transmission have a huge impact. So, you know, for me, when there's conflict, quite often it stems from the point of me trying to send a message, but, you know, not necessarily passing it through the right medium Mm. quite often i'm so focused on a destination i forget that the route matters and that displays itself in the conflicts i see because you know i might be trying to signal you a message send a signal to indicate you know might be a fear might be confusion Mm. might be anger might be surprise might be frustration right but the way in which i send that signal really defines how you then respond um, to what I'm trying to communicate to you. Mm. So quite often I find in relationships, if you don't send a signal in a poor means that's appropriate, what you get back as a response is quite often not what you expect. Right. Mm-hmm. And, your, so and your message isn't properly received. The message yeah. is never properly received. Have you been able to figure out a way around that? Like, I mean, obviously that's a constant battle for everybody, right? Like nobody's 100%. ever going to figure that out perfectly. Nobody's perfect. But like, have you found any maybe tips or tricks where you're able to, you, you, you have a higher percentage, you know what I mean? Getting it across. I'd like to say I have, but I mean, I'm not currently in a successful relationship. So the answer is no. 
but the long answer is I'm learning. Any uh, any key things you learned from your past relationships? Understand your partner. Understand what their style of, you know, people have different styles of learning. Some people are visual. Some people are audible. Some people need to write things down. Some people need to actually do the work to be able to learn it. Right. And the same way you have different types of partners who uh, receive different types of messages in a different fashion. And you need to adopt your communication style to the partner you're with. If you don't, the chances that you're going to end up sending the wrong signal to try to send the right message is quite high. So I always try to focus on understanding how my partner likes to communicate and how they like to receive certain signals. Mm -hmm. And um, the better I'm able to do that for them, um, the better we're able to work together to make this relationship actually work. Beautifully said, man. That is beautiful. already talked about but it's really about um, miscommunication you know what what have you struggled with or I found the opposite stru- sex struggles with when it comes to communicating you take that one <laughs> I, I just spoke I'm gonna <clears throat> need a water break I'm gonna let you go <laughs> oh man can you ask you again cause um, go for it what have you found um, that you struggle with or that the opposite st- sex struggles with or, you know, whoever you're attracted to struggles with mm-hmm. when it comes to communication? What have been oh. your biggest communication challenges? Just being misunderstood. Like, I think, like, kind of touched on it earlier. Like, I, I, I know from a younger stage I sucked at communicating, right? Mm-hmm. So whenever um i felt like i was communicating or trying to explain certain situations and it just wasn't either coming out the right way or you felt like it was making sense to you you know kind of when you just you're out here spitting what you think is facts right, right. it's like no this this is what happened in the situation or this is how i feel and mm-hmm. you're like no no um just bricks yeah <laughs> you know so was it like a would it be due to like really just misunderstanding like what have you like i guess looking back yeah what have you found could have been the issue where where they they just missed the point was it you know because oh, it can't just be all your delivery like if you're trying to say your truth and just trying to communicate yeah and the person's not getting it that's fair but you know i guess looking back have you been able to find any reason why that could be that would have been a challenge at that time it's a tough one man because i i feel honestly i feel like i I, most of the time i choose to take responsibility for for that like when i think back right Right. it sounds like you you, yeah i feel like if if i did a better job communicating Mm. like either how i felt about certain situations right um then the outlook right could have been could have been better right Mm -hmm. i like i don't think that Obviously, you can say how you feel about things, and they, the person might not meet you at that point, right? Right. But there, there will be times where you, yeah. Look, what I'm saying right now, it's like it's not coming out the way it's intended to. Like at least for me. Do you know after the fact or during? Like while you're saying it. Yeah. 
Do you feel like, oh. okay, I just got this off, now they must get it? Or is it like after the fact where some action takes place yeah. and then you recognize that that's the case? I, I think it's a 50-50 shot. Because now that I think about it, I think about conversations I've had with like girls that you are, you think that you want to be in a committed relationship with, right? right? These years ago and like halfway through, you just realize, oh crap, I shouldn't have said that, right? And then it's a question of, do I retract or do I just keep pushing? When you say you shouldn't have said that, was it that you said something that you didn't mean or you said something that was misconstrued and would basically now has an impact on... on Oh man, like, yeah, it would like, I don't know, like early on when you started working and then you're trying to figure out, you know how the relationship might get... Or you're trying to figure out if this relationship is going to get serious, right? Right. And you're both working, right? And it's, okay, like salary, for example, you just pick up right. some HR and stuff. Right. So it's like, okay, how much are you making? How's the future going to look like? Right. Stuff like that. And I, for some reason, money always feels like a heated conversation for men in general, right? Or like, yeah. you, you, like we always want to be the one who is taking charge of that conversation, right? Right. Um, and, and sometimes the women expect it to. Yeah, yeah, true, fair. And like you've sized up this woman that you're with and you're like, nah, you know, I should be bringing the bag. Right. And 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 you know your ass ain't bringing the bag, <laughs> right? You know, right? So you need to add a couple more zeros to right. the back end, right? And in, in that conversation, you're like, maybe I added a couple more zeros that I needed, mm-hmm. intended to. And, right. and then you're... You put it on the front that no, no, I can take you with you, right. right? I can do this. I can be the provider. Cool. Nobody asks you to be the provider, but you're still trying to be the provider, right? right? Because of uh, the idea the, of, right, of yeah. being a provider, exactly, right? right? And then you, you realize halfway through, and it's based off of her response, right? And she's like, um, um, something along the lines of, let's say, okay, this is what I'm making, right? Right. And you just realize that that gap you just created is like triple. Right. Right? How do you think that conversation is going to go, right? Because now you set an expectation that you can you can do this. You've set right. the bar of what you can do. And, and it's not like that you're lying. It's like you're, it's aspirational almost? Or is it like... like... <laughs> Y'all can't see my face right now, but like... Um, He's scratching his head and, and yeah, shaking Yeah, I think it's both. So like, you right. know... Early on, where you're like, you know, you, you feel like you're, you set a goal. Right. Target. And you're, yeah, of course. Sure. But you know that, that <laughs> the process that you get into that goal. It might t- take longer. Yeah, it <laughs> might take longer than intended, <laughs> right. you know. But using that as an example, right, it's, I feel like during the conversation, you realize that I'm setting expectations that I cannot meet. And you're better off just telling her, look, this is, yo. I make this, right? Right. doesn't mean that that's where you're going to be in two, three, four, five, whatever years, right? right? At least by the special grace of God, you're not <laughs> stuck in that number. Right. Mm-hmm. right, absolutely. But you need to be able to set like proper expectations for your mm-hmm. relationship, right? It's like, look, this is where I'm at. Whether it's financial, whether or not, like it's how much you can give in a relationship commitment-wise, right? Mm-hmm. I think setting the right expectation of where you're really at it has been my lesson anyway, right? right. Um, it's like, okay, I can't go through this situation, like... Again. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know, or trying to play bigger than really where you're at. Right, because you know? it's like a recipe for 
disaster. Complete disaster. <laughs> right. You know? Lola, what about you? What have where have your biggest challenges in miscommunication been? Whether you're the one doing the miscommunicating or you're dealing with uh, like a challenge of communication. I think the biggest challenge I've had in terms of communication would be having to draw the expressive side out of whoever I'm with. Like mm-hmm. that's always been a challenge for me. People, guys will claim to be sensitive. They'll claim to be expressive and in tune with their feminine side. But when it comes down to it, they're not willing to do the work. They're not willing to say anything. I've always had to draw Mm. emotions out of people. And that's exhausting. I don't want to do that. Like, I feel like for a relationship to work, you have to be willing to be upfront and be expressive, right? Mm. So I don't want to have to do extra work of having to draw that out of you. That should already be, you know? So I think that's been the biggest miscommunication or, or challenge, challenge that I've faced. Yeah. Right. And so when you are trying to do that and draw that out of them, um, you know, I, I'm sure at some point you're saying, hey, I need you to do this more or that mm-hmm. more, whatever the case may are be. Are you really... Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'll come with a PowerPoint presentation. I'm going to give you the points. I'm going to tell you, this is where we're at. This is the current state. We this need to get need. this. We need to get to this future state. Okay. This is how we're going to get there. Even when you lay out the facts. What happens? Like where, where do the, where do you catch them stumbling? Ooh. If you can, if you can recall. It's just, maybe it's lack of motivation. Like it's at the start you know, they try and you, and it just falls apart. It falls apart. I don't know. That's. Yeah. I mean, you kind of pull on one specific situation, but yeah. I, I think I understand, I understand the gist of what you're saying. Like, mm-hmm. It's just like, you can see it's evident in more ways than none, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where the challenge is. Absolutely. Um, yeah. That's a, I guess I was going to ask you, have you been in a situation where that wasn't a problem, but I guess it would have worked, right? <laughs> where that wasn't a problem? Yeah. Um, I was in, I don't know, one relationship where, I don't, but I thought it was a front as well. This is what I'm saying that with the whole putting up a front thing, even as Ayo was saying, it was just with money, right. men are always putting up a front. Um, this, I mean, y'all, y'all definitely give men no option. Like, yeah. Like, like there's, there, I've never seen a, a, a situation where I a have woman suffered is through like, life for 19 years. I've never seen a situation where a woman is like, especially black Nigerian women are like, oh yeah, you know, just if you're figuring things out, yeah. it's okay. Exactly. Like I, I've never seen that ever. Uh, you're staring right at one. I don't mean to say it, but like, uh, if you guys, are her name is Lola. Come, come correct. Bro. I don't want the brokies though. <laughs> <laughs> you just exactly okay <laughs> okay you don't want to die with I, potential i'm going to cut that out yes, <laughs> no potential um, okay so well yeah you know you want to balance balance that out yeah, I mean, so yeah I mean, you don't want like you you i guess you want ambition you want somebody who absolutely. is doing something with their life whether or not they're making the most money on the planet doesn't need to be the case mm-hmm. is that is that i shouldn't expect my counterpart to be significantly like progressed in life more than I am. Like if I'm dating someone that's my age, for instance, you know, right. so I, I give grace to that mm. with ambition, but um, I mean, I just think guys need to be more upfront and back to what we were saying in terms of, I was dating this one guy, he pretended to be 
like in really good at communicating and just like really in tune with his his emotions and just everything but when it came down to it pretend to do that yeah. he would like for instance he would maybe do notice that my mood was off when i was texting and then um be like he'll bring it up and be like i'm so sorry that i did that or maybe just apologize or acknowledge that i was feeling that way and then later on be like did you like how i acknowledged <laughs> Did you like how I acknowledged that? And I'm oh, just like, no. okay, so this is how I know that this wow. guy is actively. Oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 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 And that's then when it. <laughs> that's interesting. Thank that's, you. That's, 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 that, I don't know if I should be impressed or scared. You know what I mean? Or both. <laughs> or both. Yeah. You know, that's a little too calculated. And then when it when it came down to the actual conversations, it was it was tedious. They I couldn't see. they couldn't happen. So the front is just. That's what annoys me. Like, just be upfront because eventually it's going to crumble with your finances, whether it's your personality, your interests. Like, right. I mean, just be honest, gentlemen. Okay. what your ghosting story is so what i mean by that is uh, when have you had to make a decision to ghost somebody even if it's for good reason we're not saying ghost in a bad way you might have been ghosting for a very good reason but when have you had to make a decision to ghost somebody um or have been ghosted and it was totally out of the blue and random uh i think Aya, you should go first <laughs> or next rather so to my defense I have said uh-huh. multiple Story times, time. I am a poor communicator. Okay. Right? So because of that, ghosting is a regularity. Oh, God. <laughs> you know? You just realize that at some point, I don't you have ch- the energy to respond to a message. <laughs> and so therefore, like after two days or three days or maybe five. So are there like signs of like, okay, this is, you know, watering, like, coming to the end and i kind of need to take a step back i don't need know. those kind of warning man <laughs> like it can be you know you're just tired of talking okay right like and like meaningless talking like pointless right talk, right yeah it could be that like obviously maybe if you, you get to a point where you're you know deep stuff right sure then you wouldn't ghost you would let them down i feel like i would ghost at the end of the deep stuff you wow. know it just could be or, yeah, with, with me, no warning. Right. You know? Okay. And then, how do you then, know How do you know when then, you come to that then. line? Well, how, how do you know when you come to that line where it's like, okay, you know what? I, I have tried. Um, right. Because I'm sure initially you're interested in you putting in an effort Fair. and everything. But you get to a point where it's like, okay, I can tell this is not going to work for me. I'm, I'm, guess, I'm assuming this is the case, right? But yeah. correct me if I'm off. Yeah. Well, how do you decide like, okay, you know what? This is time. Like it, it, it's time. I think we're, I'm going to be doing both of us a favor. Let's see if yeah. I if I just step out of this. I, I'm I'm trying to think about like times that maybe I had to pull that trigger right from a oh things were going well and then something happened right. Um, I'm sure it's happened. Not one that that can come. Like, I can think about me getting ghosted. I I guess that that's what have they been particularly interesting. Have they been particularly Like where interested? it was the same situation where you thought the conversation was going great. It was right. a good vibe. Maybe you had just shared a lot and then next thing you know, the person ghosted you. Yes. Yeah. I think I'm very protective of my feels. 
So I don't even think I would get to a point where I am I am re- oversharing, right? Or I feel like, you know what, this is really... Like, I, I will get there. Like, especially now in this... Uh, like this You're not oversharing. You're sharing like, more than maybe... You early, early stage. Like, the last time I got ghosted 2021 definitely been ghosted this year (laughs) so but like unexpected because we literally just talked about like the weekend and chilling hitting the beach um and then sent my message never heard back like never heard back and it's cool you know as a hard guy (laughs) doesn't sound cool you know You know, you dust your shoulders off onto the next one. Hopefully not go stay at the next one. You right. know, those kind of things. But uh, on, on a serious note, though, I, I I try my best to be respectful. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am a terrible communicator, right? But and how do you work I, on that? Like, you know, how do you how do you work on being less of a bad communicator? Because I think we, you know, yeah, I guess we, I'm, I'm your friend. I'm not a romantic relationship. Yeah. <laughs> You, you, I think you do pretty, do a pretty, pretty decent job communicating with me, right? So right. where where do you feel like your biggest challenges are? If, if I, I feel like I, getting into that. I don't know. I don't know if this. Uh, I'm, I'm learning about like this sign thing. I'm a Taurus, right? So I don't mm-hmm. know if it's a Taurus thing. I don't know that. But I'm like sure. I, for the most part, I don't care about people, <laughs> right? <laughs> so I, I like. So you don't have the patience for yeah. your emotions. Mm. So I don't have. So that, I have that, enough that patience. Yeah, you see, <laughs> that exactly. is definitely true. Yeah. <laughs> so I have enough patience for the for certain people. Let's put it that way, right? right? So unless you're able to like penetrate that, right? I have the default of thinking people are just ridiculous, right? So you have no hope when it, it, it right. So like when. So how do you like manage that when you're getting into someone? Like when you're catching feel, feelings but like yeah you're pursuing somebody like you know how do you manage like okay you know how, how do i manage that i think these days is just i to pace myself right okay. and like pay pay attention to one i don't create unrealistic expectations anymore right mm. so i pace myself and because i have not created unrealistic expectations i can manage the situation better right mm. communicate when i i've in the mood to actually communicate, right? right? And when I can communicate, um, my my day job, I'm constantly talking, right? Right. Constantly talking to people who are smart and people who are ridiculous. I don't want to say dumb, but you get what I mean, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and so at some point, you just get tired of talking to people. And I don't want to then be trying to get to know someone and then they send me like the most ridiculous message, right? Or response. And because of my lack of patience right the either respond in a way that it's ridiculous right. on my part right or not respond at all right so it's paying attention to okay you know what this person has no idea what has occurred during right. the day right and then um taking a step back and, and trying to bridge the cab right it's like hey you know what i don't feel like talking right now let's do this Talk another this. time, right? Does that evolve into never hitting them up again? That that certainly revolves into never hitting them. So it might be you reach them, reach out to them in a day or two days or never again. Yeah, essentially. Have you ever what had, that? bro? Have you ever had those times where you realize that you have not replied a message, not deliberate, and you might it happens yeah, that's to me, definitely me all the time, right? That's me all the time, yeah. and then you're like, sure. oh wait, this person, you know what? 
as we speak, I have a message since Sunday that I need to respond to, right? Wow. And and it's from someone that I actually care about, a, a close friend of mine, right? right. And it's, I, I feel like my friends, some of them who understand, understand to some extent. But it's one of those, like, the better best excuses that I'm busy, which yeah. I am, but... Well, sometimes you just lose track. I, yeah. I'm not yeah. going to can't be arsed to be honest you know okay fair enough i will uh cut that part i will cut it out <laughs> <laughs> but uh well, what about you what what are your experiences with ghosting either doing the ghosting or getting ghosted okay my first time getting ghosted actually happened last year and i was talking to this guy for a couple of maybe a couple of weeks couple of months um and it was going well. We went on a few dates and all of a sudden he just stopped responding to my text messages and I I was shooketh because <laughs> no one has ever <laughs> not to sound so, no, so crazy, but like yeah. he was not responding to my my messages. Okay, I was like I mean, come on. I already felt like I was giving him a chance and for him to just not respond was just, that was a, that was a defining moment for me, to be honest. My first time getting ghosted. What would you say? It was just humbling. Definitely a humbling, (laughs) humbling experience. (laughs) Yeah, it was a hard time. This guy's getting ghosted every every other day. It was a hard pill to swallow, oh, definitely. Right. But um turns out he just like got back with his girlfriend or something and then tried to hit me up later. You guys are crazy. Well, for he that. can't leave traces. Like, Imagine if he hit you up right after he got back with his girlfriend. Like But then he just he then hit me up later on, like maybe a month later after not saying anything for a month, maybe six weeks, and he was like I'm sorry. Um <laughs> 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 oh, it still hurts a bit. Um he was like, yeah, I, I probably should have communicated. And like, and he actually said, like, I didn't mean to ghost you. I was like, oh, so you confirmed that that's what you're doing. <laughs> he confirmed that's what he was doing. So that was, that was a really hurtful experience. Well, um, technically, you weren't, you know, you were ghosted for a temporary period of time. And then it yeah, came and, and then apologized. He's still in my DMs and it's just. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Going to die there. (laughs) (laughs) And then... Now she's doing the ghosting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now I'm doing the ghosting. And then in terms of the most... One guy I ghosted, I met someone, again, during quarantine. I was just on a walk and met this guy. I don't usually, like, give my numbers to strangers, but, like, I was just walking around and I met this guy. And I think he lived in the area because I'd seen him a couple of times. And, um gave him my number and we started texting and within 48 hours he asked me how my day was about 10 I, th- I can't even exaggerate like he just constantly messaging me and like you know what I'm saying and like trying times. to get he was really he was really sweet at first but then after 48 hours it was just a bit much I, could, I need a little bit of space we don't have to talk every day right and that happens so often. Like whenever I do give out my number to people, they just overdo it. Like interesting. So I had I had to ghost him immediately. Yeah, for immediately. safety reasons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to their defense, yeah, yeah, maybe yes. they are trying to get to know you. Honestly, it was on that a quicker level. 
Your ten times in forty eight. Time waits for no one. It was that at first, hours. but it's just like there's not really that much to talk about. We're in quarantine. Like I'm working from home. Please, <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's let me fun. breathe. <laughs> I'm just thinking 10 times in 48 hours. Yeah, that's, like, that's a bit. That's and like, this song was like... That's like five times how your day was yeah. <laughs> in the same day. This guy was like, this one that you're not responding out, you're breathing well. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> Brilliant. I actually love Blocked. That. I love that. <laughs> now that. I'm scared. Now I'm scared. <laughs> Were you breathing all right though? I was. I was sleeping very well, but clearly he was. That's all he wanted to know. He was losing sleep. Wow. Well, well, you know, I guess it is. <laughs> it is <laughs> what it is. I'm not expecting that at all. next thing i'm going to get into is miscommunication right and that this might play well into the idea of the assumptions as well that i think both of you have talked about but um what do you struggle with or i found like the opposite struggle uh, the opposite sex struggles with when it comes to miscommunication so like that's now you're in, you have an interaction maybe there's some sort of an exchange or whatever the case may be mm-hmm. are there pain points in trying to communicate you know either for them to communicate how they feel their emotions that kind of thing or you trying to communicate that and you know Getting some sort of a reaction. Just where are the pain points when it comes to miscommunication in your, you know, interaction this could be relationships? Early on in interaction or date, it could be any situation. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. It could be what led to like a breakup. It could be what you know, kind of the first hurdle you had to jump over and mm-hmm. getting to you know beyond the first uh, contact. I think for me, it's usually like um, when we start talking, we establish what we want. Mm-hmm. Like, as I'm very straightforward in what I want, I don't like playing games usually, so I'll tell you what I want usually. And so when there's a shift in that for the other person, and I can kind of notice the shift, but they're not acknowledging it or saying something about it, that's when it starts to get a little bit confusing for both parties. Mm. Um, so I've learned, like, if I'm noticing a guy's acting differently than the way I want, I will address it even if they don't want to address it, because right. I don't want to have that, like, dragging on for me, and it's right. uncomfortable for me as well. So I'll just address that, okay, you're acting a little bit differently, um, we, we talked about doing this and this and now you're doing this and I don't want that. Right. So like we either have to decide if like you've changed what you wanted or like we're going separate ways from right. that. It's mm-hmm. so, like for me, that's usually. Are, are they able to com- like communicate back or what is the challenge when that happens? Uh, is it them like in denial of their feelings or is it more usually you're they hiding something? Usually they don't say their feelings and I'm just like, oh, I don't want that. So I'm going to leave. <laughs> um, I don't know. I've learned that like in, when I was a little bit younger, I used to like give guys too much time. Mm. So I've learned that if something is not what I want, I, I don't like turn off. I'll say it and say what I want, but right. I won't wait too long that it's like me having to give you. No, carry too, too that much. emotional yeah, weight. Yeah. Right. So I don't think I deserve that either. So I'll just, I'll tell you. And if you choose not to, then. That's on you. Yeah. Um, I would say like a a thing that I noticed like early on um, with online dating is just like I think to Moya's point about the way men can sometimes approach you like hella aggressive sometimes Mm. I find that like men a lot of men obviously we're speaking in general terms here so it's not all men but generally men don't have like in contrast to women anyway men don't have a lot of platonic female friends so they the female friendship sorry they have female friends mm-hmm. who they have a platonic relationship with but they have a platonic relationship with this person because 
sex is not a, like if sex became available in that relationship they that might t- change that right. exactly so like platonic in the sense that like oh no like we're not not fucking because i'm i've got a girlfriend or you've got a boyfriend or you're not interested or whatever we're not fucking because there's no world where we would have sex mm-hmm. right and i think men because men don't have those kinds of friendships again generally speaking more often than not they don't have those kinds of friendships. It means that even when they have a female friend, there's always a level of like flirtation and sexual banter that's involved, right? Mm. Yes. So when you're talking to a new person online, and this is, first of all, we're just going to bypass the whole thing of like men really struggling to communicate, false, like to have conversation, right? Just more than like, hi, how are you? But <laughs> after that, like having like real conversation with, with people... And I is find, that really like a dime in a dozen? Is that is that no, really that's very so rare? common? It doesn't happen. That so last week, last the week before last, I was having a conversation with my friend. I'm up my whole life out there now. <laughs> had a conversation with my friend about why I'm not on the apps anymore. And I'm tired, right. and she's married, and she was on my case about oh well you're single because you don't try and so I got my phone out. I got my hinge <laughs> out. I had 43 likes like of people who had already liked me, right. and we went through all 43. No way. A hundred percent of it, 43. And not one person there could have a conversation. So of the people who were like... Okay, and this is... You're, you're trying. You're like, okay, I'm hey, what's going trying. on? You know, all of that I'm kind of stuff. I'm trying so hard. And like, <laughs> I find it I find it extra frustrating because I recognize who I am as a person. So right. I'm an extroverted person. I'm a talkative person. I will carry the conversation for you. I will ask you every question. You just have to answer. And if you answer the question, it will magically become a conversation. Mm-hmm. And exactly. <laughs> and like, even then... I, it, it's literally like they have nothing but then they come tomorrow morning and go hey good morning and then it's <laughs> like okay they heard girls love that <laughs> exactly and so like um in terms of wow. like talking to people i think the, the point i'm trying to make is i think because men don't have these platonic relationships with men they don't practice normal conversation they know how to talk to their guys mm-hmm. or guys da, 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 whatever whatever right. because they have those conversations all the time which is why Men don't understand when we say men can't have conversation because you talk to your boys all the time and they talk to you. So like, what do you mean they can't, they can't have no, conversation? And it's funny because they think girls are being dry, but they don't understand. It's because you didn't like you literally are giving me nothing. nothing. And then also there's the there's the yeah, added, that's exactly what I hear. They're like, oh, they don't. You know, I, I, I'm trying. Like I said this, and I'm like, I, and that's the thing. And obviously, it's not. You know, I'm not going to the details of exactly yeah. what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But I was like, yeah, she you know she's not even replying or whatever the case may be. Yeah. So that's why I asked you that. And I can also tell from your personality in general, like, like for anyone who's listening, like that's that's how she she, <laughs> oh, she, she, she is a communicator. She's not lying. Yeah, she's a commu- no, she's a communicator. So she will instinctively carry that yeah. for you. And and the the bad the the negative side of that is like sometimes I will get so frustrated with having to like well, I'm now at the point where like I won't do that. I'm not going to I'm not going to help you make this a conversation because then I will end up at dinner with you in oh front God. of you and then be doing it in real life and be like, oh God, I have to be here for a whole mm-hmm. hour. So that also explains maybe why, you know, because you guys have already gone through this so many times, right? Because I feel like there's a cumulative factor exactly. that I don't think we guys always pick up on. Whereas like, okay, at this point, like I've gone through this like 20 so, times. Exactly. Yes. So at this point... Do something. something. So right. this is what I was going to... To my point as well earlier um, and about assumptions, I mm-hmm. think, again, you know, men... 
men are the white people of genders right <laughs> so because you're the white people of genders you want to be an individual you're just you you are just osai you're not a man you're osai who happens to be a man right <laughs> which is great right good for you Privilege. but the reality is that you're part of this group of people who are behaving this way and so for me like you said and again when you're on the apps like i imagine unless it's bumble um, women are having a lot more um, men, again, heterosexually speaking, but women are having a lot of a lot more men approach them than vice versa, right. which means for every one woman you're talking to, I've had, hey, how are you from maybe 20, 30 people. Yeah. And if I had, hey, how are you from like, do you know how sad it is to like wake up in the mirror, wake up in the morning or look in the mirror, look at yourself, but then be like, so why is, is there something <laughs> about me? <laughs> Girl, that's me too. I'm, I'm like, did I, I, did I wear something but today? Like, it, it's literally, it starts going in your head because you're like, no, but I know myself. Right. And then, but then maybe I'm delusional. Maybe I don't know myself because this person who cannot have a, not a full conversation, like a, a literal, like, here's a quick tip. Hey, how are you? I'm good. You're good. What did you do today? Oh, I just did work. It was kind of chill. And oh, that was great, like, whatever. Right. Um, what are you going to do this weekend? Oh, I'm not really doing anything. I'm going to hang out with my friends. How about you? Oh, I'm going to do whatever, whatever my, with my friends. What are you doing with them? Right. How do you know these people? Why Have you been you... friends for a long time? Do right. you enjoy Give this some, thing? Take some, oh, take some. you, you work, said you like... live downtown. Have you been to the thing? Have you seen the thing? How's yeah. Corona going for you? What, whatever, right. right? And then when, when someone asks you a question, you don't just go, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Or you don't go yellow, because that's not more. <laughs> that's less. It's very sad. Yeah. Because you know, I'm, it's funny because it's the opposite. For like a girl, if I wrote yeah, lol, that means I'm not interested. Like exactly. I'm dry. So when a guy's doing that, you're like, what is this back and forth supposed to be like? Exactly. So so that that for me in terms of communication right at the beginning is is like a very distressing thing. But I think it comes back to the idea that like unless you're flirting with the woman, because like the same people who like. And I know this because some of my male friends have let me look at their hinge. I know them. I know that they're fun and they're interesting. Mm -hmm. But then when they're trying to have sex with somebody, it when they're trying to have sex with somebody on the apps, it's very different. Their game's strong, you know? They're right. very flirtatious, off the bat, very complimentary, da, da, da. If they're actually like, oh, I might like this girl. I like her profile. I'm interested in her. Right. All of a sudden, after hey, mm -hmm, where do you go from here, bro? <laughs> where do you go from here? Right. And I think it's just because you're not having genuine conversations with women where there's no sexual banter involved right so when the and in reality the same conversations you can have with your guys you can have with this woman but it's just you don't do that with women right. so you're, you're you get or, stumped or you have assumptions like you yeah, said no, in that, your mind, like, you that don't they do. won't be able I'm just like no she'll find that funny too exactly yeah. like I don't care like I'm not a huge FIFA fan right like, if you care a lot about FIFA like what what is sexy is passion right. so if you mm. are very passionate about FIFA right. and you want to talk about FIFA right make it fucking interesting of course but if you can do that I'm here if you if you care about henry the eighth i can sit and listen to you talk about anne boleyn for four hours if you make that like yeah. an if you care about it and you make it interesting you can make that a conversation right. and if you're interested in something particularly if it's something i don't know about that's even more interesting because now you have a wealth of information to impart to me right but i i find like for me anyway that's a that's an issue that i kept coming up against 
I was just going to say, you can sometimes tell when a guy is like using the same playbook and communication mm. with you. And that's <laughs> I'm, almost, I'm, I'm super curious Because about your that. responses don't matter. Like, yeah, they still have the same. They, they I need to, you guys to do just I if anything comes to mind. Oh. oh, that's so funny. So, so okay, let me try and drag it okay, up. Okay. okay, so your responses don't matter. So what are they saying that makes you feel like, okay, like this is just... This is just a line, or if what's a proper line? Even a line. No, but, not even a line. Like he could be telling you a no, story. Yeah, exactly. He yeah. could be telling you a story, and then you ask a question about the story, but he hasn't prepped that in whatever he <laughs> answers. So he just ignores your question, jumps, right. and jumps yes. to the next part of the he story. He ignores the question and just keeps it moving. Yeah, like sometimes he might write. Is this a in person or, or just via? No, via, <laughs> no. <laughs> in person, I would be like, "Excuse me, yeah. I asked you a damn question." But like you, that's so right. that's what I mean. People like that will not get to in person because right. I can just see you. You've just ignored like a, a pertinent, like you, you're telling a story that doesn't make sense. Right. So then I go, hey, this part doesn't make sense, but you've not clocked that before. Mm-hmm. So now you just want to get to the end of this story. Exactly. Because in your mind, this is an impressive story the way you impress me. I women. hate that. Because I like, so, I'm the kind of person so to answer funny. like all the questions in a conversation. I like go to each one. Like, okay, did I miss something? Did I miss yeah. something? <laughs> and instead you're just, and literally it's funny to be fair, but it's also obviously very sad. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. Um, um, what about you, Moya? Like, are there any particular issues of miscommunication? Is it, you know, like what you just talked about or? Uh, I feel like what that? I said in the beginning and then like mm-hmm. what you said, I feel like it's a common experience that we all have online dating the biggest factor because that's like the main way that I guess most people are trying to date right now, especially in pandemics. So I mean, I've like given up on the apps, deleted my apps because I found that when I'm on it, like it's just not working. Even if I write something like saying what I want, I'm still getting guys wanting something else. It's just not connecting. I've seen it too, right? I've seen guys on like, well, Tinder, like, which is, I know most people don't use Tinder, at least for anything real Mm. these days, but like, I just see them swiping, like, they're not even looking. They don't look at it, they just swipe right. I know, I noticed myself doing that, I had to delete it, I was like, Moya, this is not good. Yeah, so. But actually, uh, mm -hmm. to Moya's point as well, about assumptions, I think that's a really good point, that um, men decide based on how they perceive you, i.e. like the way you look, of what kind of person you are mm. and so like i've done this before where like i've changed not even changed my pictures on my profile the same pictures on my profile right but i will um, edit the order in right. which they're at and when i change the order in which they are like a man will decide i'm a so if i have my natural hair out mm-hmm. um and i'm wearing makeup yeah then i'm a nubian queen but if I have my natural hair out and I'm not wearing makeup, I'm far more earthy. And what I care about is like the, the values of like, I don't know. He thinks I'm a farmer woman. Right. Like you love <laughs> the environment. Yes. Yeah, right. If I have a weave in and I've got some makeup on and I'm wearing like a more sort of business look. Right. then I'm a boss bit like right. and it's literally like are you new to life like you know that like, like Nubian queen one has been overplayed. Let it go. Like but we all like. I'm the same person. First of all, it's the same profile, so you could swipe. And uh, in one of those things, I so he- was apple picking with my friends. That's right. why I'm wearing dungarees. Right. In the other one, I was coming out of work, so that's why I'm wearing that dress. And you know, like, so like, I'm all of these people, but you've decided I'm only this one person. That's what I was gonna picture. ask. Did you just pick the the, the picture that yes. they like, and then they act like they act like you are only that person, wow. and then they start getting like you know the, the new one that I, oh god. I'm not on the apps anymore. So like I said, two weeks ago, I went with my friend, did whatever. And then 43 like, people. 43 people. <laughs> and in like four of those conversations, I got, oh, I bet you're one of those Black Lives Matter girls. 
And I was like, but what does that even mean? Like, yes, I I'm am. Why? But what does that... No, but also, first... Okay, so, um, mm. again, um, when, when I'm feeling... Like, so my hinge... Uh, puts what is it puts black men as like a preference, a preference mm-hmm. whatever yeah. yeah so like when i get too sad about how i don't see a single person i'm attracted to then i open it up but most of the time it's literally just like it's black men and right. so these same black men reaching out to me and be like and and it will be like they'll say something to me um kind of misogynistic and i would be like hey we don't do that here like no mm-hmm. whatever and then their response to that would be like oh um, so I, this guy said to me, I said, he said to me and I said, he, he responded by, by saying, oh, that's gay. And I was like, yeah, so we're not homophobic here. We don't do that yeah. here. Right. Um, and he was like, oh, so you're one of those BLM girls. And I was just oh, like, right. oh God. Was, he didn't was hear. he black? Yes. So and aren't I you one of those the, BLM guys? <laughs> no, but also like make it make sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like these I, I don't pull this out to be like, oh, look at this one example of this guy. Right. It's like, this is the commonplace Right, it's behavior. just happening in different kind of uh, yeah, scenarios. exactly. And so, like, people, men making assumptions that you look this way, so it means you should be approached this way. Or yeah. you look that way, so it means that you are down for this or not down for that. And like, right. the levels of respect that they will show you, depending on what they think, you know, oh, if you, if you have your tits out, then you don't deserve respect. Even if you have, like, so Hinge has those prompts where you can put conversation starters in, as well with your photos. Mm-hmm. So even if I do the prompts, I can tell which guys want to talk because the ones who choose the prompts over the photos generally want to talk to you versus the ones who, like, you know, put their hard eyes and say you look so good. Like, right. obviously, you're just looking for something right. Right. quick, right? You just like the Sometimes you put, like, a fucking flame or something. like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> wow. Wow. It's always it's hard. very enlightening. Like, I don't know if other guys experience this, but it's very enlightening for me just hearing the details of, like, your experiences. I really hope that, like, that any guy that's listening to this can tell that, like, y'all can see them from a mile away. I think that's that's the message. That's the message I'm getting. Like, y'all can see them from a mile away. To the, you know, 2.5% of, like, real niggas out there, when you're talking to somebody and you're, like, when... So this is the point I was making about men being the white people of genders. It's, like you're having a conversation with, or you're trying to have a conversation with a woman and you feel like she's not necessarily super enthusiastic off the bat, that's because maybe you saw her picture and you genuinely just thought, oh, that's a fire picture and you mm-hmm. put a fire there. Mm-hmm. But the last 50 people that put a fire under her picture were like sent her um, eggplant emojis right after. Right. So she sees yours. It is beyond a reasonable assumption to make that you are one of those 50. And just having that in your mind when you're behaving that way to be yeah. like, oh, I'm doing this and these are my intentions. Right. But also a bunch of people that are trash do this and have different intentions. Yeah. Right. So I should be clear that my intention is not this person's intention as opposed to getting upset that, hey, I put a fire under your picture and you're acting like I'm just trying to fuck. But like the last like, 50 people that don't did, be bro, so sensitive. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so it's just, just being mindful mm. of that. And, and because it will help everybody. Like I said, right. it's not fair that, you know, those assumptions get made. However, it's it's the way life works. It's, right. it's not just I mean, they're it's reasonable a, it, to a certain extent because I of mean, experiences if, that we if have. 43 yeah. people or whatever the number is. It was do 46. The same thing, like, it's hard not to believe. Like, it's just 
How no. can you not? Imagine you, you know. get excited seeing the number. Like, okay, there might be some like you know cute guys here <laughs> I want to talk to. And then you swipe, you're like, there's not even was, one. Literally, that was my friend. Like I said, uh. she was married, so she was like, oh, see, you got 43, you, and you're talking about nobody, nobody, I bet, nobody. I bet she's been mom since then. <laughs> she, she, she was in a fight with her husband that day, and she said, bitch, I'm gonna go apologize to him. Like he pissed me off, but I'm going to oh, tell him I'm sorry because she said I'm gonna hold him so tight tonight. I'm dying. <laughs> and I was like, no, you should. Okay, so so you guys have talked about, you know, the misconceptions, miscommunication obviously is a big deal here. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm sure that at some point, like, drastic steps have to be taken, which means like, um, what I mean by that is just like, you you know, you've decided to just ghost this person, right? Um, So I'm curious what is special, I'm sure you've had to do that often, just judging from our conversation. (laughs) (laughs) But but what is, has been like, maybe the most interesting ghost experience that you've had to do where, and what did they do? Or where somebody's ghosted you and just came out of completely out of the blue. So I, I could start, start with, with this one. Um, this one started like I met this person in person at uni. And like he asked my number, he's Nigerian. I was like, okay, like why not? Like meeting new people. Um, this guy messages me, but right away he's like asking me to come over. Like he didn't even say, like, oh, like, you know, can I get to know you? He's just like, Can I come to your apartment right now? It's like eleven at night asking me to come over. I'm like, okay, no. So like no heads up, just no, nothing. Just can I come over? I'm walking around wow. right now. I'm like, okay, that's not gonna happen. Um and then he keeps on messaging me. I respond for a little while. I'm just like talking to him. And then I stopped responding because he asked for something. I can't remember like he asked for something that was a bit too far. Mm-hmm. And I didn't respond to that one. And then the next message he sent, he was like calling me a black goat in like Yoruba. He was like saying all this like stuff to me. And wow. I come to find out that um a lot of my friends at that uni that were Nigerian, he did that to each of them too, all these girls, that he would be doing that and then harass you if you didn't like respond or want him or any of that. Wow. So for me, it's like a guy getting very offended, even though you kind of said, I'm not into that. And then just going straight to like hurling insults to you. Wow. <laughs> he was blocked after though. <laughs> I mean, rightfully so at this yeah. point. Jesus. Um, For me, funny enough. Um, I'm a people pleaser, so shout out to all my fellow people pleasers, <laughs> which means I had never ghosted anybody in my entire. So all these dry conversations that I'm having, oh, I will no. be in all there. All these you're telling me right now. I would be sad in my house, being like, "Yes, good no. morning. I did have a good day. How was your nah. day?" And then, okay, how do you? When, how do you? Okay, wait. So then the pandemic happened. So pre-pandemic. Um, my dating life was not restricted to the apps. Mm-hmm. It was the apps were what I did when I was at home, but most of the time, like, well, you guys are getting to know me now. So like, I'm a social person. It's a mm. pandemic and you can see, we know I'm, you're trying to, I'm trying to live my life. Right. Um, like obviously very safely, but still I like to be busy. And so pre pandemic, um, I had a very full social calendar. Mm. Um, and because I had a full social calendar, I would meet people where I go and things like that. Um, and but then when it was just the apps, um, it suddenly became a lot harder to be able to feel bad that I didn't respond to your sixth good morning message. Mm. Um, and so what what I started doing was I wouldn't. Um, I I still I've only ever really ghosted two people in my whole life. Um, the first one was a person who I matched with on the apps because my roommate, my friend 
said, oh, like, I, like it w- I wasn't even interested in him. We were at home, we were swiping. And she's like, oh my God, I know this guy. I haven't seen him like six years. And so she wanted to talk to him. <laughs> so we matched with him. And I was like, hey, my friend said you're her friend and she misses you or whatever, whatever. And he right. was like, oh, cool, long time. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so that happened. And then after that happened, he obviously, he had matched with me because he was interested in me. Right. And then I felt a bit douchey because I couldn't just be like, oh, I only matched with you because my friend was... So I was like, okay, I'm still here for this conversation. Like, let's try and do this. But then he was a good morning, how are you? And like, he'd literally be like, good morning. I'd be like, good morning. He'd be like, how are you? I'd be like, I'm fine. How are you? He'd be like, I'm fine. And that would be the end of the conversation. And this went on... So this started last year in maybe May. Um, And this went on... I continued to do this with him until sometime in like July, maybe. Okay. Um, and at some point he had asked me for Instagram um, and I'm an idiot. So I gave it to him uh, and uh, then he would do it on Instagram instead. And so eventually I got tired. So I just stopped responding. Mm. However, even though I stopped responding literally last week or the week before, I was, gonna say to come back I was to hanging you. out with, no, no, no. He didn't do this. Oh, a oh year okay. Later. He's been doing this. <laughs> like every couple of weeks he will send me a, Hey, how are you? Hey, how are you? Hey. And every third or fourth one, I'll feel bad enough to be like, shit, I haven't replied so long. And I'd be like, I'm good. How are you? I, Cause I know all that's all. I know it's not going to go past that. Mm. So like, well, I, that just doesn't make any sense. No. to me. It doesn't. I will show you these messages. Cause like, I feel like when I say it, even as I'm saying it, it feels like it can't be real. Like every time he messages no. me, it feels like it cannot be happening. Like, I feel like in my dreams, I'm <laughs> hanging out with him and I don't know about it. Hence oh, the con- continued communication. All right. Um, so that was it. And then the second person that I ever ghosted, again, met on the apps. He had asked me for my Instagram. This is around the same time. So I feel like I was just giving people my Instagram. And so I gave it to him. Uh, once we moved, so before on the apps, the conversation was fine. It wasn't mm-hmm. great, but it wasn't bad. Then we moved to Instagram. And when we moved to Instagram, it just sort of like went dead in like two days or something. Mm-hmm. Whatever, fine. I didn't remember he was on my Instagram. So like I didn't, my Instagram account was private. Um, I didn't remember he lived there, whatever. Mm. So, and he does, he's not active. So I never really saw him. Right. And then he reached out to me um, last year. Or this, actually no, this year, the beginning of this year, just randomly and was like, hey, I was doing a clean out of my Instagram and I saw you and I realized we never really talked do you want to like watch he literally was like do you want to watch a movie oh with me um and like i wasn't doing anything so i was like so sure sorry. I'm so like sorry. i was like why not like whatever and then and in my head i didn't even think it was like a date or anything i just thought he was just like hey like we can be friends like right. do you want to watch something so i was like cool and then when it was time to watch the thing he was like okay i'm gonna send you the zoom link now and i was like oh so i'm supposed to be oh. with my face cool 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 and so we talked uh we we watched he wanted to watch i forgot the name of it but it's a documentary on netflix about um like facial oh uh, the tribal uh, marks, marks yeah uh, on netflix that's what we watched um and then we talked and it was fine and it was one of those things where like this is a good conversation but it's so much better for him than it is for me because mm. the conversation is great for you because I'm doing a lot of this. Because I'm great. I was going to say, because I'm me. <laughs> so, like, I'm not trying to be, but I'm also just saying, right. realistically, right. I recognize that, like, it wasn't a bad, he's not a terrible conversation. It right. was fine. But it was so much better, so much 
better for him than it was for me. Right. Um, but I was also just like, I'm not doing anything else, so sure. Right. We talked for a bit more and this was when I like I wasn't um I wasn't particularly interested in him, but he very much wanted he wanted me to be interested in him without having to do any work hmm. for me to be interested in him. So like he 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 wouldn't necessarily communicate with me. Right. But then if I posted something on Instagram where I was hanging out with a I guy or I was that. doing something, then all of a sudden he's like, oh, so this is what we're doing now. Mm-hmm. And I'm, who's we, bro? <laughs> who's we? I don't even know you. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Wow. Um, and so uh, eventually I just kind of stopped uh, responding. Right. Uh, I, I had a conversation with him. I had a conversation with him where I said... Uh, he initiated the conversation actually because I wasn't really responding. And then he was like, Oh, is this not what I think? Like this, we're not interested. Like, no, he goes, you're not interested in me. Mm. And then I said, neither of us are interested in each other because if you were interested in me, this is not how to show yeah. it. Um, and so because neither of us are interested in each other, I mm-hmm. think that's, we can just call it quits. Right. Um, and he was like, cool. Um, and I think I said, Oh, we can be friends or something. And then that was that. And like, yeah. I was going to say with ghosting, I feel like I've ghosted God, like not ghosted, but like it's really not a conversation on the way yeah. you're talking to me. And then they'll come back like months later, just like thinking, liking your photos enough to like get that started again. And yeah. then this one guy would do that every time that I wasn't talking to him. He would like my old photos, come yes. back. And it's a conversation started. I'm like, is that how you guys talk to girls? I'm just wondering, is that a thing? No, that's definitely a thing. Even my ex-boyfriend yeah. does just that. Just go say and hey. He's, at, at this point, he must have run out of pictures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you not get to <laughs> Like, <laughs> Also, <laughs> oh, I said I'm not one of them. I'm, so um, I'm not one of. I'm on your side. <laughs> I'm with her. <laughs> I'm with her. I'm with them. Okay. Uh, but yeah, um, I just want to say for the record, uh, that last one technically wasn't ghosting. You had a conversation. Yeah, was, you didn't really uh, ghost. That was yeah. That was the right. I, I that was ghost. again the right thing to do. So props it, to you. It felt ghosty because like. Well, if, if at that point ghosty, ghosty be- I think it's. it's I was gonna say that like, ghosting has a bad like rap, but sometimes you do have <laughs> yeah, to ghost. Ghosting has a bad no, rap. because people th- usually assume that like when you're ghosting, it's a mean thing. I feel like yeah. I'm usually patient with people, but right. like there's only so much I can communicate with someone, and there's no right. point in communicating with you if you don't get the yeah. hint. And I say straight up, I'm not interested in you. Right. And some people me. don't always take the hint, right? They don't. That's, that's that's a that's a big one I've heard as well. Like, And that's it on miscommunication and ghosting. I want to thank my guests for taking the time to record with me. And of course, the listeners who have reached out and shared their thoughts. Some of the guests too. (laughs) Um, It's all very much appreciated. Um, Looking forward to sharing the rest of them with you and getting your thoughts as well. So definitely reach out and don't hesitate at all. First thing I want to say is that um, I should have mentioned this in the previous episode. I do not have the answers, right? I just want to say that right off the bat. It's actually part of the reason I'm doing this. I'm curious about these experiences and judging from your response, it sounds like y'all are too. So I'm really doing this to just kind of get a better understanding, put it on the record 
and, you know, challenge myself, I guess, and others on exactly where the issues are. So with that in mind, um, my final takes in these sessions will be based on the information and the scenarios that my guests have provided. And also the consideration that all parties dealing with these challenges are really trying to communicate, right? So I'm assuming everybody's putting their best foot forward um, so that it's kind of just an easier conversation, right? Um, so you can extrapolate from that as you wish, but I feel like it's important to just provide that context there. All right, so on to my take. If I'm being honest, I feel like everybody's trying to communicate in their own way, right? That's just the truth. Sometimes it's the way they engage or lack thereof. Um, there's a change in energy sometimes, different paths. The list goes on. I can see why someone may feel the need to ghost and also where it may be totally uncalled for. So it ends up being dependent on the scenario. So to me anyway, the problem truly originates when there is a lack of effort or when there is a wrong approach. Now, the lack of effort is a message in itself. And in my opinion, like the solution is obvious, right? Like putting more effort, you know? But in the other case where we're talking about the wrong approach, to me, that is normal. If your approach is overly aggressive, then you should probably seek help. And this is for all parties, every gender, all of them, right? Like, and I mean that respectfully, seek help. And if you're somebody with somebody in that situation, help them seek help or seek help yourself, you know, even if that means kind of moving away. But in any other case, you essentially have to engage more if you deem that relationship worth it, because we all have different communication styles, right? That's what makes us who we are. We are all grown up in different parts of the world, different origins, different cultures. Like even if you're all from Nigeria, there's a bunch of different tribes. Like things are just different and people are different. Your experiences are all different. I say all of this to say that like, um, if you care enough about this person, you know, even if you think that you're right, you can cater to this person who's into you and is struggling to receive this love or this message or these emotions or feelings or whatever the case, the way that you've intended, right? I feel like this continues to happen throughout any relationship, right? It ends up being about whether or not you give enough of a crap about that person and believe in their ability to understand like where you're coming from or believe in their intention to attempt to understand where you're coming from, right? Or that you believe in them to have the capacity to understand where the fuck you're coming from. Like either way, like there has to be some sort of like belief, commitment to each other. And if one person is not showing it, then obviously it affects the other person. And, you know, that's all goes into a bunch of more scenarios and semantics. But I think the point I'm making is that, like, if you're trying and you're giving enough of an effort and you're giving enough of a fuck and you are communicating that to the best of your ability and it's not being received, there is no middle ground, um, then there's only so much you can do. Right. Um, I just feel like um, we owe it to the person, people that we are saying that we give a fuck about to actually try to communicate and meet them where they're at. And if things are changing for you, you still owe it to them to do that. You know, I think even sometimes ghosting is absolutely necessary. I totally get it. Some of the examples that were shared today obviously speak to that. But, you know, if you make an effort and, you, and you, you, at this point, every other communication channel has been used and there has been no success, then, you know, that is obviously above you. So, you know, it's okay to keep it moving. But, if you're not making an effort and if you're not trying, then like, what exactly is the point? You know what I mean? Like, why are you, why are you there? You know? So, um, that's just my take. Uh, I also feel like, um, a lot of every, pretty much everybody in the episode said the same thing in some sort of a different way. So I'm not seeing anything particularly new here, but, um, you know, 
hopefully this made sense and hopefully it's something you can use. Now, if you're interested in participating in Hot Takes in the near future, be sure to reach out to me or share your feedback by writing to twotakesinapod at gmail.com. If that's not your speed, no problem. You can also contact me on social media by via DM. You can also get clips, announcements, episode art, and much more on Two Takes and a Pod on Instagram. Um, you can follow me on Twitter as well, but, you know, I'm not active there. I'm not going to lie to you. All right. So, you know, maybe start on Instagram and then we'll see where, where it goes from there. Um, either way, I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say. Um, I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts. Now, before you leave, make sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. You can find this wherever you find podcasts or wherever you should find podcasts. And while you're there, show me some love and give this five stars or some love or some likes, whatever the platform does. This has been Two Takes on a Pod. Thank you for listening. Peace. Try, try and make this right Oh, baby, let me